It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio.
And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, we'll be reading in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 20. Well, certain basic teachings are essential for all believers to understand. Those basics include the importance of faith, the foolishness of trying to be saved by good deeds, the meaning of baptism and spiritual gifts, and the facts of resurrection and eternal life. To go on to maturity and understanding, we need to move beyond, but not away from, uh, the basic teachings to a more complete understanding of our faith. And this is what the author here intends for his readers. Mature Christians should be teaching new Christians the basics. Then, acting on what they know, the mature will learn even more from God's Word. Well, these Christians that we'll read about here today needed to move beyond the basics of their faith to an understanding of Christ as the perfect high priest and the fulfillment of all the Old Testament prophecies. Rather than arguing about the respective merits of Judaism and Christianity, they needed to depend on Christ and live effectively for Him. Now, in the first century, a pagan who investigated Christianity and then went back to paganism made a clean break with the church. But for Jewish Christians who decided to return to Judaism, the break was less obvious. Their lifestyle remained relatively unchanged. But uh, by deliberately turning away from Christ, they were cutting themselves off from God's forgiveness. And those who persevere in believing are true saints. Those who continue to reject Christ are unbelievers no matter how well they behave. And then in verse uh, 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 6, this verse points to the danger of the Hebrew Christians returning to Judaism and thus committing apostasy. Some apply this verse today to superficial believers who renounce their Christianity or to unbelievers who come close to salvation and then turn away. Either way, those who reject Christ will not be saved. Christ died once for all. He will not be crucified again. Apart from his cross, there is no other possible way of salvation. However, the author here does uh, not indicate that his readers were in danger of renouncing Christ. He is warning against hardness of heart that would make repentance inconceivable for the sinner. And now, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. November 4th, Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1-20. through 20. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. You don't need further instruction about baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And so, God willing, we will move forward to further understanding. For it is impossible to bring back to repentance those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the Word of God and the power of the age to come, and who then turn away from God. It is impossible to bring such people back to repentance by rejecting the Son of God. They themselves are nailing Him to the cross once again and holding Him up to public shame. When the ground soaks up the falling rain and bears a good crop for the farmer, it has God's blessing. But if a field bears thorns and thistles, it is useless. The farmer will soon condemn that field and burn it. Dear friends, even though we are talking this way, 
We really don't believe it applies to you. We are confident that you are meant for better things, things that come with salvation. For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for Him and how you've shown your love to Him by caring for other believers as you still do. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. For example, there was God's promise to Abraham. Since there was no one greater to swear by, God took an oath in His own name, saying, I will certainly bless you, and I will multiply your descendants beyond number. Then Abraham waited patiently and he received what God had promised. Now when people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it, and without any question that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath, so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to Him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Psalm 105 Verses 16 through 36. Did God cause the Egyptians to hate the Israelites? God is not the author of evil. But the Bible writers don't always distinguish between God's ultimate action and the intermediate steps. Thus, by God blessing the Israelites, the Egyptians came to hate them. And because God caused the Israelites' blessing, He is also said to have caused the Egyptians' hatred. God used their animosity as a means to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Psalm 105, verses 16 through 36. He, the Lord, called for a famine on the land of Canaan, cutting off its food supply. Then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with fetters and placed his neck in an iron collar, until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Then Pharaoh sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened his prison door. Joseph was put in charge of all the king's household. He became ruler over all the king's possessions. He could instruct the king's aides as he pleased and teach the king's advisors. Then Israel arrived in Egypt. Jacob lived as a foreigner in the land of Ham. And the Lord multiplied the people of Israel until they became too mighty for their enemies. Then he turned the Egyptians against the Israelites, and they plotted against the Lord's servants. But the Lord sent his servant Moses along with Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miraculous signs among the Egyptians and wonders in the land of Ham. The Lord blanketed Egypt in darkness, for they had defied his commands to let his people go. He turned their water into blood, poisoning all the fish. Then frogs overran the land and even invaded the king's bedrooms. When the Lord spoke, 
Flies descended on the Egyptians, and gnats swarmed across Egypt. He sent them hail instead of rain, and lightning flashed over the land. He ruined their grapevines and fig trees, and shattered all the trees. He spoke, and hordes of locusts came, young locusts beyond number. They ate up everything green in the land, destroying all the crops in their fields. Then he killed the oldest son in each Egyptian home, the pride and joy of each family. Proverbs chapter 27, verses 1 and 2. Don't brag about tomorrow, since you don't know what the day will bring. Let someone else praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger, not your own lips. Burn like a star, light a fire in our hearts 
Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. Burn like a starlight of fire in our hearts. For your glory, for your fame. In this darkness, light a flame in us. Here's today's In Touch Devotion. Today's scripture reading begins in verse 11 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The Bible is God's revelation of truth, and it's intended to be used regularly by every believer. The Holy Spirit's indwelling presence is a necessity, since he is the one who makes clear the meaning of the word. He illuminates the mind of each person who genuinely seeks to know God. When we read, our Helper opens our understanding to the true meaning of the text so that we can grasp its significance. We never outgrow this need for Him. Even a mature believer with decades of experience meditating on Scripture requires as much illumination as a child who has just received Christ. Dr. Stanley says, Not long ago, I had reason to recall this fact as I read a passage I had seen often in my studies. For the very first time, my soul opened wide to these verses. The truth burst in, and I felt immediately energized. Grasping a new truth from the Scripture gets us excited and inspires us to apply what we've learned. Then, as we integrate one truth into our life, the Spirit of God reveals another in order to make us increasingly like our Savior. Learning about God and conforming to the image of Jesus Christ are the highest ambitions of Christianity, and we can achieve these goals only by learning and applying scriptural principles. But truth cannot be poured into a heart that's not surrendered to the Lord, nor can we expect to understand the Bible if we refuse to obey its precepts. If we want the Holy Spirit to reveal biblical meaning, we must ask first for a revelation of our sin. When we repent of the wrongdoing brought to mind by our Helper, 
our heart opens to His illumination. This is Josh Lego, and I love Transformation Radio.
Hello, my name is Chris Bowman. I'm 35 years old from Galapagos. Been married for six years to my wife, Erin Bowman. Let's see, I started my downward spiral when I was about 13. Started smoking weed. When I was 15, I started doing prescription pain pills. When I was 19, I started shooting dope. The first time ever being sober was here at the refuge. I've been sober now for 28 days. It's an amazing feeling. Um, I didn't really know about the refuge. Thanks to a loving wife and a loving mother, um, they found out about the refuge for me and brought me up here and basically said, here you go. But the last 30 days has been unreal. I've noticed a big change in my life. Amazing change, an amazing uh, appreciation for God and what he's done for me and my family. I'd like to thank all my brothers for being with me through these rough times. I've met a lot of nice guys, amazing people, and God bless. One more chance If I thought that there would be romance See the everlasting grace Fall down upon this sinner's face
Today's Word on Minute with Maxwell is trends. Hi, my name is John and Chris Wood from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, who is a booking agent, sent the word trends into us. Often we hear people talk about uh, what they're trying to accomplish and they ask the question, what what are the trends? In other words, what's happening right now? When they're trying to match what's happening now with what they're trying to make happen. It's a good thing. Trends help us understand people and help us to get the perspective from other people's minds. You see, so many times as leaders or so many times as individuals, we look at everything from how we feel or what we think. Basically, when you say, let's look at the trends, we're saying, let's get out of ourselves and let's see how society thinks, how the community thinks. Here's what I know. The best leaders, they don't try to get people just to come where they are. They go find out where the people are. They find out what the people are thinking and what the people are doing. And then, and only then, do they start leading them. So when you look at trends, look at it as an opportunity to find out where the people are. Go there and add value to their life. You're calling me over You're pulling me close With love you surround me You give me
journey we walk by faith And there will always be the mountains in our way But right here in this moment May our strength be renewed As we recall what God has done And how we've seen Him move If there's anybody here who's found Him faithful When I finally ironed out 
makes me so unsure these things I ask myself I ask myself do you know what you are getting yourself into I'm getting in you because you got to me in a way words can't describe I'm getting in you because I've got to be you're essential to survive I'm gonna love you with my
wide bend, but I won't break. As long as I can see your face.
question was raised as my conscience fell. A silly little lie. It didn't mean much, but it lingers still in the corners of my mind. Still, you call me to walk on the edge of this world, to spread my dreams and fly. But the future's so far, my heart is so frail. I think I'd rather stay inside. But you love me anyway. It's like nothing in life that I.
church is left to ruin where a town is left to die. A little morning after you start to build again, you can burn down a building, but you can't destroy faith. Rise up and Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.